Hello and welcome to episode 20 of the Mid-Off Cricket Podcast. Mid-Off, because by midway through, you'll probably want to switch off. I'm your host, Ross. Let me introduce the team, a second-generation gloved artisan and the boy from the wrong side of the tracks come good. Welcome, David. Hello, Ross. Fantastic to be here in sunny Castlemaine, although you'd be spewing this morning of how long it took to get the uh, sound check going. <laughs> Literally. <Yeah. laughs> a man who, it is said, Dave Warner modelled his game on and our man with his ear to the ground on all things local cricket and club politics. Hello, Mike. <laughs> Hey Mick, how are you? Oh, right. oh, good. Oh, I wish I had to say what I just oh, said, but oh, yeah, good. Push on and we'll cover this in a second. I don't know how we got a speaker in a bus. Hello, Ryan fan, and our groundskeeping guru. Guru. Hello, Alex. Hello, fellas, how are we doing? Good. Today we come to you from the Twin Studios. The main crew are here in the Alex Doolan Studios, and Mick is in the concrete bunker that is the Michael DiVenuto studio. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. Mm. Uh, this is another Big Lug production brought to you by our host of financially viable sponsors, the Gold Medal Soft Drink Company, Collins Class Submarines, Dick Smith, Masters, Pizza Haven, Barnacle Bills, Ollie's Trolley, Bilo, Franklin Supermarket, Tucker Bags, Pocket Man. Hey, Pocket Man on me. <laughs> Copper up, laser disc, flash drives, and of course, all our podcasts are recorded onto high quality Betamax. I think we're in right. talks to um, add Sizzler for that host of Top of the agenda, we have a live studio audience today. Yeah. And we've just had a, a live studio audience. Yeah. Of one, yeah. and we've just had a streaker yeah. through the Alex <laughs> <Dillon> studio. Oh. <laughs> a site to, for sore eyes uh, and a site to make eyes sore. Yeah. Yeah. Too early for what we just saw. Uh, mm. I'm too hung out of in the words, In the words of Terry Wallace, oh, dead set, spew up! First up, it's over to Mick for local cricket, and it's a made up match report. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thank you, Ross. Uh, for this uh, episode's made-up match report, I headed out to Victoria's Northwest Ooh. and checked out the grand final in the Wimmera Mallee Cricket Association. Ooh, a bit of uh, the old uh, Liam Pickering country. Yeah, so it's a bit of a unique setup, the old uh, Wimmera Mallee uh, fixture. It's a 14-round season beginning in mid-October. The first 11 rounds are 40-over-a-side one-day games, then followed by three rounds of two-day games. Leading into a two-day semi-final, which then leads into a three-day grand final. Whoa. They really amp it up across the months, don't they? Yeah, Yeah. so it's a very interesting setup. It's a very young league, too, being established in 2001-2002. So imagine it's probably emerging of some smaller leagues or something around the area that come into one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, welcome to that area you'd imagine. So the league is made up of nine teams. Unprofessional. (laughs) So there's Manu, who... Who nicknamed the Grahams? Hey! Uh, St. Oh, yeah. Witchy Proof Narraport, St. Mary's, every cricket, every club, every league has St. Mary's. Yeah. Uh, Hopeton, Jeff Cott, and our grand finalists, the Donald Cricket Club. Donald. And the Brim, Carolac, Sheep Hills Cricket Club. Oh, yeah, what Sheep Hills. We are those bastards. What are they called? The Shepherds? That's what you say. From now on out, the BKSH. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. They're not the um, Velcro glove crew. Yeah. No. Nah. I like to refer to them as the fish rams. So Brim and Chief, fish rams. <laughs> fish, fish rams. Uh, One, two, three, go fish rams. Yeah. <laughs> not to be confused with Fishwick, the home of yeah. all good products. Well, not, not to be confused. 
confused with the Fremantle shitfish. Uh, so, <laughs> so both Donald and BKSH uh, won nine games for the year, but the Fish Rams finished on top due to one of their wins being an outright victory. Oh, yeah. Alrighty, so players to watch for this game were Donald and the comp's leading run scorer, Jake, make like a tree and leaf. <laughs> he finished the year with 306 runs at 30.6. Uh, BKSH had their own batting weapon, Lee Daryl Summers. <laughs> Get back in the room. He <laughs> made 298 at 42.5. Proving his all-round status, Summers also took 11 wickets at five and a bit. Big Dazzler. Uh, five and yeah. a bit? Yeah, five and average. Probably should have bowled ball. What was he bowling, yeah. Chinaman? I don't know, I didn't say. McDonald's side contained the comp's leading wicket taker, Dion Hawks, who entered finals with 12 wickets at 6.42. So so it's one of those comps that even though there's like 14 games, there's just a big spread of wickets. So the actual leading wicket takers were these two blokes with 12 and 11. Mm. They play on matting? Uh, I, I honestly couldn't find that information, but I'd, assu- I'd, I'd assume Did not you look? there's some really, really low scores and stuff. Oh, so I'd assume yeah. it's not on Matty yeah. just for the reason that it seems to be some really diabolical batting. Well, it's hard to get the matting over the melee roots, isn't it? Mm. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Yeah. you got to get uh, Big Lizzie to pull out all the melee roots. It's <laughs> a wrinkling preference, guys, in case you yeah. get it. Move on. Yeah. All right. So, <laughs> uh, in the melee. You don't understand. So, uh, BKSH entered the granny full of confidence after uh, making 8 for 253 off their 70 overs in the semi. And then they dismissed Hopeton for Seven. 15. Call it off, boys. Did they so didn't they won the their season. semi by 238 runs. Jesus. And the chief destroyer being uh, the main man, Daryl Summers, taking four for eight. Big Dazzler. Mm. That's expensive, really. Wouldn't be half the score. You're back in the room. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Donald also had a pretty decisive semi-final victory against Jeffcott. Chalking uh, um, up 115 and then rolling the Jeffers for 69. With Jake... Every rose has its leaf. <laughs> the chief destroyer of 16. Jeez, there's some low bowling. I yeah, bowled out for dinner for two, guys. Yeah. I can't believe we didn't mention that at the time. We're at all. Yeah, I did miss that. Uh, <laughs> the, grannies, the, the grannies saw two pretty confident teams descend upon Anzac Park in Warwickville to contest the Kyle Cheney Shield. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Cheney is from Warwick the Mill. Uh, so the BKSH skipper Lee Dobston uh, won the toss and Dobbo. sent the Donald Ducks in. Plucker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, angered by this act of disrespect, Jake Leaf and co protested in the form of 109 runs <laughs> off 86.3 overs. Real Sheffield Shield final stuff, that. <laughs> So Leaf was the best with the bat making 42, and uh, Al McPherson <laughs> leading the leading the Fish Rams with three wickets. Dobson then turned to his blokes and said, "Said screw this, boys, let's have a dip." Unfortunately, only Cameron Ratray took the advice to heart, making 46. Six of the Rats' teammates made blobs, <laughs> which saw BKSH dismissed for 94. 
With a day and a half up his sleeve, Dobson employed his fellow fish rams to fight to the very last cobra, and the age-old cricket saying, Fuck, boys, stranger things have happened. Chief destroyer for Donald was their captain, Dion Hawks, who took eight for 19. Hawthorne Hawks? Right, so as the Donald openers walked out to commence their second innings, Donald number three, Ross, what the funky... <laughs> could, be, uh, could be heard saying, if we keep our heads, this one's ours, lads. He's actually the former Richmond footballer, Ross Funk. Yeah, oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, Unfortunately for the Funk train, 10 overs later, the Donald boys would be all out for 66, giving BKSH an 82-run chase to reverse the outright and claim victory. Oh, Key wicket taker was Lee, the girls of Summers. Which <laughs> As Cameron Rat Ray and Isaac Mimi McPherson took guard, <laughs> the Donald fielders could be heard telling each other, we've got them boys, we've got them boys, they've got to get them. <laughs> Which is an accurate description of how a run chase works. <laughs> and chase they did. 23 overs later, BKSH made their 83rd run in the second innings and claimed the 2015-16 Wimra Mallee Cricket Association Premiership and the Kyle Cheney Shield. So they reversed the outright, they reversed yeah. the outright to win the granny. Awesome. It would have been a great so, uh, game to be. podcast man of the match was Cameron the Rat Rat Ray, who took home the uh, year supply groceries from Tucker Bay. Hey. So <laughs> final score saw Brim, Kalak, Sheep Hills, 10 for 94 plus uh, 8 for 83. Defeat Donald Creek Club, 10 for 109. Uh, and 10 for 66 by reversing the outright. So it was a uh, pretty entertaining uh, grand final, that one. Yeah. So how many spectators were there, Vic, at the day? Like? Seven. Uh, yeah. so there, was, there was myself. <laughs> um, there was Jake Leap's grandma. And the canteen lady. And the canteen lady. <laughs> and the umpire was a spectator, but he didn't make any decisions. <laughs> but that was about it. There was a dog, but I don't think it was really paying attention. <laughs> ah, very good. And that's uh, this week's Made Up Match Report. Oh, thank you, Mick. Mm-hmm. Another great... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Thanks very much. Uh, we move now on to... Premier cricket, and uh, we've just heard a whisper from a man who's got his ear to the ground on all things uh, Premier cricket, that uh, Michael Hill yes. has signed at... The jeweller? Yes. Yeah, yeah, right. We're all going to get um, engagement credit. <laughs> 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 Cheap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, signed at Essendon for three years, and his pay packet will be $20. <laughs> Don't forget free cat eating. Oh, yeah, that's on, right. Only on game days. He gets a pie and a coke. Yeah, on the and one shirt. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He doesn't have to play for a no, Harrow. Yeah. Oh, good. That's mm. really in depth look at Premier Cricket. Yes. Yeah. Moving on now to uh, Alex. Maybe we could stay with Premier Cricket. But we don't have to move on to Alex. <laughs> good point. <laughs> You're a funny man, Bull. Yeah. You're a funny man. We, uh, we go now to a spot sponsored by the book section of your local. Salvo store and Wikipedia. It's over to Alex with Groundskeeping Corner. And have I been using Wikipedia this week, fellas? <laughs> Boy, have I. So this week I was thinking, shout out to our um, one of our top listeners, Turtle, or Joshua Broughton, who suggested I talk about this because in his words, it'll be really boring and annoy the boys. So I'm going to talk about cricketing attire. Yeah. 
Cricketing attire, fellas. I reckon this would be more entertaining than when you talk about grounds from above and shit yeah. like that. Oh, really? Yeah, this would be a lot better. Okay. I have one question. Yes? What the fuck does cricketing attire have to do with groundskeeping? <laughs> so, sometimes, sometimes when you slide on cricketing attire, you get some of the ground that's been kept um, rushed onto your uh, leg, as in the form of a grass stain. That's, that's groundskeeping. Corner mm. facts, what's next, yeah. Ross? Uh, we move <laughs> now. <laughs> <laughs> That's a longer bow to draw than Robin fucking Hood. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's and lost it in the concrete buckets in the Divish studio. Yeah, I yeah. think it was the one hour of prep that they <laughs> <laughs> steam rising. I can hear you. Show. I can't hear you. I can hear you. I can hear you. So, I'll start with white. And why do, cricket, why do cricketers wear white, guys? What do you think? They shouldn't. They should wear creams. Well, that's a good point. We'll get onto that soon. But I reckon they wear white because they wear white when they play tennis. Oh, you reckon no. it's one of those things? Mm. It originally started, so they used to wear um, short jackets, waistcoats, and top hats mm-hmm. to play cricket. That's so essentially, back in the 1800s, right, they essentially just wore whatever they were wearing to play cricket. <laughs> they didn't have a tire, it's just, yeah. So, and then in the, in the 1900s, they switched over to whites. Um, and the reason why they wear whites is because obviously in summer it gets hot and so the white uh, reflects the heat. Oh, so same reason they wear whites in tennis. Yes. Yeah. So it wasn't because all the cricketers were virgins. They're <laughs> 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 all skinners. <laughs> and also, white fabric far easier to make back in the 1800s than dyed clothing. Of course, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that's a good point, actually. Yeah, so it was easy to get and it was good for for the hot weather in England. Ross has just gone AFK. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was also thought, so when you wear it, you need to wear a thick woolen hat. Because back in the day, it was thought that thick woolen cap would absorb all your perspiration and cotton would get cold and clammy in the cool of that. Oh, of course it would, yeah. Yeah, so you've got to wear your thick woolen hat when you play cricket, yep. right? That's well, a good idea, um, And long, wearing long trousers and long whites, they prevent your skidding in yep. the evening. Right, I had a feeling that would be the case. So didn't the Victorian cricket revolutionise that in about 1994? Yeah, that hilarious photo of them all standing there in shorts. They look stupid. Yeah, they're wearing funny short shorts. Local cricketing numpty David Dillon tried it for the West Island oh, yes. uh, and tore the shit out of his legs <laughs> of the, so of the re- beautiful uh, surrounds of the Seddon Reserve. So did bowler of the decade, Reese Jackson, Jackson yes. did it, and the first ball of the day went to slide down to the fence and scut his knee. First ball of the day was about 42 degrees, and his, his wounds were weeping all day, and he's like, that's why you wear pants. Uh, also, what do you wear when you're you keeping ball? You're when you're keeping guru? Do you wear short sleeves or long sleeves? Oh, pads, some gloves. Yeah. Definitely a long sleeve shirt. Yeah, why though? Uh, I just think because Ian Healy did it, so that's why I did it. Oh, okay. But I think it's for diving, isn't it? Yeah, so you skin your elbows yeah. and stuff like that. Yeah, but I thought, is there like a thing for you wicket keepers? It's, you're not a real wicket keeper if you wear a short sleeve. That's right, yeah. you're just a. Um, just your real sort of jipper if yeah. you've got You're the, short sleeves. The on. kind of guy that goes to a new club and tells everyone he's a wicket keeper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, but you get once in fifth grade. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah you kept once in Sunday school cricket. Yeah. 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 Um, I would say you look really silly if you wear a floppy when you keep. 
Oh really? I thought that's a bit of like you're a sort of a veteran boss. Oh yeah, if you wear the floppy. So what you're saying? Wicket keeping like a boss. Not really a wicket keeper. That's exactly what I'm saying. Yep. Yep. That's what I'm saying too, mate. So yeah, if you want to argue that, you've got to argue with two people, mate. Yeah. Let's move on to box or abdominal guard, or colloquially called the box. Yep. Or the cup. Cup. That's the cup. Cup. Or your abdo guard. I've abdo. never heard it called it's an abdo. It's not really your abdomen. No, but that's what it's, 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 it's your fucking abdomen. Is it abdominal guard? Oh, okay. It's a bit like when they say, like, hit him in the groin. Well, the groin's on the side of your leg. Yeah. You're actually talking about the plums, aren't you? Oh, Welcome to Anatomy 101 with Ross. <laughs> yeah. the, uh, the old love sponge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The old love sponge. The, the uh, sugar lumps. Yeah. <laughs> You're two that. veg. <laughs> yeah, and you've got the meat and two veg. You've got the pack lunch and the cup lunch. Yeah, yeah. mate. Yeah. Speaking of abdominal, uh, abdominal snowman, no, abdominal <laughs> Abdominal snowman. <laughs> Yeah, with the big box in it. Oh, it looked like an elephant's trunk. Yeah. <laughs> That's his box we're talking about. Yeah, so, so you know. <laughs> the uh banana hammock. Yeah. <laughs> so um boxes can be worn either just down your jocks, down your strides, or used with a jock strap. Oh yeah, only your full time, full time idiot. Yeah. Yeah. Great wanker. Yeah. Yeah. And apparently, there's a bit of a re- renaissance of jock straps. <laughs> so they're they're built in. You can buy your little jockey shorts, and there's jock straps built into them. Yeah, and they're wrestling tights. Yeah, sort of thing. I heard jock straps are really big and tall, Kate. Yeah, yeah, that's the talk. The talk. Yeah. Everyone down the talk. Everyone down the talk is doing it because yeah. they can then just um, not take their jock strap off. Yeah. and don't have a shit. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's why. When you have a nervous shit before you go to bed, yeah. that's why the jock strap is Don't want a little tinkle to come out. Yeah. Getting caught in the cup. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> 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 so I don't know why a box is called an L guard. Does anyone know why? No, it's French for PP. Yeah. L. L. Yeah. That was more Spanish. Yeah. That's uh, all right. It's a common language, common tongue. Common tongue, yeah, exactly. Um, Esperanto, um, I think, is what that is. Yep, yep, the universal language. Universal language. Esperanto. Esperanto. It might be because when you get hit in the, in the plums, you go, oh, fucking hell. Uh, it could be. I like it. Now, there's a couple of types of, there's three different types of boxes, right? So you've got the male version, the female version. The female version is just flat. Because there's no plums there to hold. So <laughs> the male, you've got the male version, the standard shape, but then you've got that new shape they have, which is a bit thinner. And it folds up under the gooch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it tickles the gooch. Yeah, it's weird. I've never enjoyed that. It's just a bit too sort of in your face. Yeah, you're trying to yeah. 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 How big's the one you wear? <laughs> the absolute opposite of in your face. Yeah. Must be a bum, basically. Oh, no, no, it's just a bit confronting. <laughs> Uh, now, funny you bring up helmets. I'm going to move on to helmets, which, um, as we all know, time-consuming came into um, <laughs> came into vogue uh, during the World Series cricket, where they wore literally a motorcycle helmet. How ridiculous would they look? And it's like, let's protect the hard bit of my head, but not protect my face <laughs> at all. Just leave that open. But yeah, I like having a broken nose. <laughs> yeah, I'm, no, I have it left. I'm yeah. happy with that, but just don't hit me in the back of the head. Yeah. Don't and, under the ear. And uh, yeah, eventually that sort of uh, the uh, that evolved into what they are now, the cricketing helmets, lightweight and uh, shockproof and stuff. But I wanted to get into 
You know how you see this a lot with Australian cricketers, especially the bit of tape around the guard. Yeah, yeah. Is that like the AFL players who take their wrist? Oh yeah, it has no purpose. Yeah, yeah. absolutely none. Yeah. yeah. Did they do that so that uh, doesn't so rattle apparently. Foamy bit doesn't oh, rattle around. Yeah. Rattle. So when you move your yeah, yeah around, you don't rattle. Why well, don't they come? It's just, just like stuck together. Yeah. yeah. iPhones. Uh, why don't they come with the case? Not even buy a case. Oh yeah, that is always coming. I've recently got a new iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. It goes to the cheap shop down in, the road. In the middle it? of the yeah. mall. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's um cuts keys. Yeah. <laughs> cuts <laughs> keys, fixes shoes, fixes <laughs> shoes. Yeah. Oh, cobbler, cobbler. Yeah. 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 Modern day cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like a modern day poet. Yeah. 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 yeah, we're going here. We're going good. I just wanted to mention we have lost momentum at all. The cream's <laughs> option. Oh, can I talk about helmets? Yes. Alan Water used to love them. He'd wear the helmet, protect his head, no grill. Yes, and he had the bit of plastic, plastic covering guard. his ears. <laughs> Don't want to get hit the yeah, ear. No, happy to get yeah. no teeth left. Yeah, happy Matty, to get Matty, Matty Elliott was the last test player to wear one of those for Australia. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> and it made him look especially dirty when he wore yeah. that because he had a big... I think part of that was just yeah. he couldn't get his nose behind the <laughs> <laughs> He looked a little bit like Bill Laurie. We do need to mention creams though. Oh, got a bit of chin action too. Yeah, yeah he did. The Volvo number. Yeah, Jay Leno style. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we do need to mention the whites and the creams. So the Australian cricket side wear creams, yep. and to consider the pinnacle of cricketing attire in Australia. But I do, did notice that you would have thought the traditionalists, the English cricket team, don't wear creams. They wear whites. So it's an interesting thing that they're both sort of considered fine to wear, but mm. one country chooses this different thing considered that to be the pinnacle of cricketing at time. Yeah. Do you reckon it's simply because the Australian blokes started out wearing whites and they get so dirty on the dust bowls of the <laughs> yeah. and stuff that they just went, you know what, screw this, let's make them look dirty from the start. Yeah. And we'll be right. Maybe that is a maybe that is a thing, Mick, actually, because yeah, you won't notice the dust on creams as much as you would on whites. Hmm. Something to mull over. Oh, yeah. Let's come back yeah. to us next episode. And yep. I'll give you a, a cream white yeah, update. That'd be yeah. awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I think that's what I've got uh, so far with the cream yeah. attire. Ross is just writing something down. This is good. Just behind yeah. the scenes yeah. stuff. I can't read that. That's okay. Um, yeah, let's move on, fellas, <laughs> yeah. to the next segment. What's next, Ross? Oh, yes. <laughs> Okay, we're, we're, we're very open with our listeners and we try to uh, you know, engage. So Ross has just written down, I'm not sure if this is recording. So if you're listening to this, yes, it is recording. If you're listening to this, all of our fingers are now crossed uh, and our toes. We're going to have to stop this. Really? Because Jeff, there's no point going on. Ah, oh, fucking. All right. Well, well, this will be in two parts. Yeah. We'll call you back, Mick. 